Mommy Whisperer podcast. We are on episode number six, and I think this is going to be my favorite one so far. We are going to be talking about food, of course, friend or foe. What food feels like in your system, what you notice, how it can translate into symptoms, problems, disease, dysfunction, emotional stress, everything, your whole ball of wax. So I thought this would be a great topic to talk about because so many people, I think, Janine, a lot of people may have questions in their head. You know, when you eat something and you're like, I don't know, probably, maybe I shouldn't have eaten that. You get this notion that maybe I shouldn't have eaten that. Or you think to yourself, I definitely shouldn't have eaten that. Or I wonder if that's good for me. So I want to dive into what's going in, what's in food today, how it's flavored with preservatives and MSG and what those things do to cause problems in the body that are just sometimes really hard to get back. In fact, I was at a restaurant one time with Mark. I'm gluten-free and I ordered a gluten-free dish that was like a chicken, a chicken finger dish that was like prepared in like a gluten-free flour with all kinds of spices and stuff. And they used MSG and I didn't know that it was in there. And MSG is like for flavor enhancing and salt, right? Did they use that as a and substitute for gluten? They're like, oh, we'll take gluten out, but we'll put in MSG. There's the kick. I'm not sure what they were doing, but when I have those types of chemicals, my brain goes on fire. And literally it was within about three hours, I was just at home crying, wishing I was not of this earth anymore because it was just so painful. So there's just so much shit in food today for flavorings and additives that it's still hard to get around it. But once you have the power and the knowledge, I should say, to understand what's going in, you're in control of what you're putting in your pie hole. So for you guys listening, I will just tell you about a week and a half before Janine decided to start working with me, I told her. I could see some inflammation. I, I saw it around her face and her neck, and I saw some kind of dark circles, and I just saw the inflammation it was showing me in her body. And I said to my husband, I love Janine. I don't know if I should tell her. And he's like, you love her, tell her. So I did. And she said, that's it. I'm going to start. I'm going to start working with you. And we didn't actually get started right away because she had a detour into the ER. So Janine, I want you to take it from here. Sure. My... My other half, my hubby, had gone on a work trip into the Florida Keys, and I was by myself for a couple of nights, and literally, I woke up in the middle of the night, and the room was absolutely spinning, and I mean spinning something that I had never experienced before. I fell back on the bed. I tried to get back up again. I fell back down, and I'm thinking, of all the nights that this were to happen, of course, I'm by myself. So I thought maybe sometimes when people get up too quickly, they can sometimes experience that yes. and that might be normal. So I didn't think anything of it, but I took note of it. The very next day, the same thing happened. And I thought, this is scary. I'm by myself again. What do I do? And enough was enough at that point. I'm like, you know what? I can't do this. Something is wrong. I've been feeling fatigued for months. I've been feeling lack of energy in the morning. And notoriously, I've been a morning person my whole life. So for me not to be able to just get up and go in the morning was very out of character for me. And 
I thought, I need to go. So I went to an ER clinic. It's the closest thing to a full-fledged ER that they have here in South Florida. They have all the main capabilities as an ER, but you can walk in so you don't have to be admitted, but they can keep you there if need be. So I went in, they said, you need blood work. And I got my results back and my white blood cell count was like through the roof, which detected inflammation or infection. And then my cholesterol was through the roof, but I have a genetic issue with cholesterol. But I knew I had to take a drastic change because something was definitely wrong. So I, I heeded to your advice. And from then, from that day, I mean, I have not had gluten other than maybe a bite or two from a birthday party here and there in the last two weeks, but maybe a bite or two, I would say. And I feel so much clearer, like less brain fog and all kinds of things have been happening since then. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So we dialed back the gluten. We took out histamines, which can cause vertigo, dizziness, just that feeling like you're going to pass out. And yeah, I just, we haven't even done anything as far as adding any supplements in yet. So to hear you, you look so much better. To hear you got that, you've got some life back in your voice. A lot of the fear is gone. And can you imagine if you didn't look at the diet where you may be? And this is not anything against medical doctors. They don't really look at food per se. They're not, that's not their training. And a GI doc may look at gluten, but or an allergist may say, hey, you've got this on a scratch test, take it out. But understanding what the symptoms are from this, from these things, that's what people come to me with. That's what their bodies express. And you were expressing them from your hairline to your toenails. I'm so glad that we were able to make such significant change by changing the diet. And Janine, if you don't mind sharing with the audience how you felt about gluten, because it's funny. You were saying, oh, gluten, schmutin. I thought that was just full of shit. People were like trying to do it to get skinny or whatever. But give me a, give us some feedback on really what, what you started with and how you feel now about it. Yeah, so I was the person that used to make fun of people. I'd be like, oh, my gosh, what is this new craze? This like gluten-free <laughs> blah, blah, blah. That's only something that these ritzy people do in California and <laughs> sweeping the nation. And now every trendy place in South Florida has gluten intolerance, this and gluten. In, and I had heard of people because I'd worked in a medical facility I, with food and people would that would have celiac disease, obviously couldn't have anything gluten related, but I didn't think for a minute. And then I had a doctor, I don't know, years ago say, you know what, you should probably try to like maybe stay away from gluten. And I completely ignored him. Like, oh, you is, did have a doctor tell you that? I did have a doctor who's like more oh, okay. of a holistic type of internist. He's super cool. Yeah. I completely ignored Great. him. This was years ago. <laughs> so I thought to myself, all right, something, something's got something's to give. But I would make fun of people. I really thought that this was something way out of the norm. Yeah, something that some boutique sort of way of eating. From what I've seen in my 19 years of clinical practice... I've seen symptoms that are just crazy. I had a young gentleman, I might've mentioned this on an earlier podcast. He came to me, he'd been to Mayo Clinic in Northwestern. He was having upper body twitching and like involuntary little twitching and shaking. And his neighbor referred him to me and I thought, oh man, nothing digestively wrong. 
So he was eating a lot of gluten. He was having for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So I gave him all the swap out items. He went and got them. And within three weeks, he was 85% better. And this is not an ego thing. Let's look at why somebody's body showing us what it's showing us. It's that simple. What is your body showing? Is it showing inflammation and in what form? And inflammation can be anything from blood pressure dysregulation to cholesterol to rashes to diarrhea to constipation to eczema to joint inflammation to just everything feeling just out of whack. Back to how your body expresses inflammation for a lot of people and not for everybody, but for a lot of people, gluten can be at the helm of it. And when you don't know, you don't know. And until you get desperate enough and scared enough, and I'm sorry that you had to go through that, it's okay. We're going to make some changes here now. So I want to invite everybody to pay attention to your body. Pay attention to what you notice. Something as simple as feeling exhausted in the morning because you know you're sleeping six to eight hours. And if you're getting eight hours, why the hell would you feel more tired in the morning than when you went to bed? Because your adrenals are off, your cortisol levels up, all from digestion, all and from poor digestion. A hundred percent. And I wasn't even sleeping all my, because normally I'm a sleeper. Eight hours, I love my sleep. But Me too. I wasn't even getting that. I would. I was waking up at four or five in the morning, wide awake, and then sleep, trying to go back to bed on the couch, and then waking up and then feeling like I could go back to sleep for the and rest are, of the day. Are you sleeping through the night now better? I am actually like, it's been a really good couple of weeks. I have been getting up earlier. My internal clock is literally getting up again around the six, six thirty mark, which is, was my norm for my whole life. Right. So I feel physically better. I have to, I feel like the element of exercise needs to be really incorporated more. But other than that, when you're, when you have, there is something that's true called exercise intolerance. When you don't have enough nutrients on board to give yourself a get up and go, you don't really don't want to exercise. So I know we've got some testing. Actually, I've got your results back. We're going to go through those and uh, we'll start adding in some balancers to digest your food and give you some more of that energy so that you have You've some got good my results, go. Renee? Got them. I've oh got them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's good. It's interesting. It's not bad looking, but there's definitely some things out of whack that once we start adding in some things to help you with your digestion, that should really make a world of difference even in your energy signature and how you're able to muster up enough energy to want to do a little bit of walking. But back to noticing, I want to get back to noticing in your body what's not right. We don't feel like we felt like we were in our 20s. Nobody does. <laughs> but if you're in your 20s and you're listening to this and you feel like shit, pay attention because you... You're heading down that road. And this is not like, this is not a threat. This is me telling you, hey, pay attention. Because if you don't pay attention, your body's going to pay attention for you. And it's going to give you something that is going to be harder to deal with. When you can just get off your ass, make a little bit of dietary change. Janine, how easy was it to change the diet? And we did a lot. How easy was it? Really? It was a lot easier, to be honest with you, a lot easier than I, I thought. And there's so many great gluten-free options that you had suggested oh, to me. There? Those blueberry muffins are like my favorite thing in the world, by the way. Like I Go love ahead. them. Gluten-free, Target brand, love them. There's nice. so many nice. the kind bars. I don't know how great they are for you, but they are gluten-free. Okay. It's fine, for, it's fine for transitioning. Yeah. 
fine for transitioning and the fact that you're feeling better and you're, what's the dizziness? Is that almost gone? I haven't had it at all. Oh, it's a hundred percent gone. I haven't had it. Yeah. Well, loud. I'm going to do a victory lap. I know. So the actual, the urgent care called me and they said, are you taking the whatever medicine that they gave me for vertigo? And granted, everyone in my family does have vertigo. So it could be, it could be a thing, but they kept asking me if I were taking the medication. And I said, why would I take something that I don't need? And they got, got mad at me. And I'm like, until I find out what's going on, I'm not going to mask the problem with something else. So it could be the other, yeah. good related. The other it could thing be is, something, anything. My sense is that you've taken out some foods that could cause this the neurotransmitter shitstorm in your body, right? And cause that destabilization. And you've been fine. So in my opinion, my professional opinion, I say food is it. And if your family is, has issues with vertigo, non-traumatic vertigo, the first place they need to look at is what they're eating and how they're digesting their fats. Mm. So non-traumatic vertigo can also be a deficiency in an enzyme called lipase. And you have that. So when I get the urine test, when I go over your results with you, we're going to plug you in with a digestive enzyme that has enough lipase in it so that you can break down your food properly and keep this vertigo I'm so excited and nervous and scared at the same time. Don't be. Your test looks good. The thing with the urine test is that, think of an orchestra. If you have one little violin that's out of tune, what is it going to sound like? Ah, same thing with the urine test. If there's one little thing that's out of balance, you only had a couple, but it's enough to disrupt the whole beautiful balance of your body. So my job is to help people be empowered to restore their health, restore their digestion so their body can be strong and thrive and not have to be scared by these symptoms because symptoms are scary especially my god you're by yourself your hubby's gone you got the dogs and then you're thinking I'm tied up in the yard who's gonna <laughs> poor dogs are gonna be by themselves I think about that Mark's gone for a week right now and I'm like what if and hopefully nothing if it's worth it to just really make some effort so that you can have some long-term health so I want to touch on too when we went through your diet I was going through Janine's diet with her. We did that in our consultation just to see what she was eating so I can help her make those exchanges. Some stuff she got from Amazon, some from Target, a few things from Whole Foods. There's plenty of places to shop from to get everything from. And one of the dishes she was eating that she liked was like, like a chicken and rice dish she would have a couple times a week with this flavor packet. So I asked her politely to read me the ingredients of the flavor packet. As she was reading the ingredients, I was like, Eeks, because there was all kinds of crap in there and MSG. And I said, the MSG really should come out and it's in so much stuff. So like soy sauce has MSG in it and toxic levels of gluten. If you look at a bottle of Kikomen, I hope they don't come after me, but if you look at a bottle of Kikomen, the second ingredient is wheat textured gluten, which is, and that's how they get it to nice bigger. Like the soy sauce is thick and it coats your egg rolls, <laughs> right? coats your food. That's insane. Gluten's a thickener. There's plenty of good thickeners out there. There's arrowroot and cornstarch and all kinds of thickeners out there that are gluten-free that helps the body to not realize that the incoming load is an absolute problem. When you're sending food down, the immune system should be going, oh, what's that? Your body should be starting to just digest it. Your immune system should be working to do what it's supposed to be doing for the big bad stuff, not going and attacking your food. Unbelievable. That's an, that's this whole process has just been eye-opening for me. And I didn't realize that MSG was conveniently tucked away in so many foods. 
I want to invite everybody listening and you too, Jenny, and you've been great at it. You're like a plus girl. Start looking at the labels of stuff that you're buying. Some clients are like, I don't know what's in this. I actually have to look at pretty much everything that goes into my mouth because I have health challenges that if I'm not clean and careful, I sometimes could move in the wrong direction, which feels scary, right? So we don't want that. But start looking at what you're eating. People say, I don't want to buy this. I don't want to change this. So you don't want to. You're, again, as far as I know, we get one time on this earth, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if something like that. Yeah. I may be back from another life. I feel like I am couple times, but, but my advice and my wish for everybody listening is to really try to just take care of yourself. If you do one small thing, one little baby step and try to make it a habit, whether it's taking a minute to take a breath after a meal sitting, the dishes will still be there. They're still going to be there in a minute. And they'll be there in 10 minutes. Reading a label, maybe trying to look for your favorite muffin in a gluten-free version and taste it and see if you like it and start lessening the load of gluten. I'm not saying everybody has to be gluten-free. That is not 100% true. What I'm saying is for many people, it is hard to digest. It's genetically modified. It's sprayed with a lot of Roundup. It's high. It's a hybrid now. And our bodies look at it as problem or franken food you might have heard me say that before you know this food that's just not from nature and our bodies are smart and our bodies know when you put something in that's natural and our bodies have to process when you put something in that isn't natural that's why whole 30 became a big craze and i don't think there's anything wrong with whole 30 i love it i actually just had a client that went through it and she really it was a little hard but she did it so it's nothing really out of a box it's all your proteins vegetables fruits seeds. I'm not sure what else is on Whole30, but she did it. She lost about eight pounds. Weight wasn't an issue for her, but her inflammation is just way better. She's off of her proton pump inhibitor, eating stuff not out of a box. I do eat stuff out of a box. I have gluten-free crackers. I need a cracker. I need a cracker. (laughs) I need a cracker and some hummus like we need air. I love the organic corn tortilla chips from from Whole Foods. They're gluten-free corn tortilla They're really good. And you know what the biggest thing I've noticed about being gluten-free is I'm not bloated after I eat anymore, which was, you don't realize it. You just think, oh, I'm eating. I'm so full. That's the way I should feel. But it's really not the way you should feel. A little bit of like gas, maybe if you have some pizza or something, that's normal to notice it when you're eating poorly. But as an every meal type of thing, no, that's not normal. Exactly. I've gone down the rabbit hole, Renee. When I say that in a good way, on 4th of July, (laughs) I have a dear friend. I went to her house. Her whole family's gluten-free. She made from scratch a gluten-free. It was like a tart. It was like a blueberry tart. It was the best thing I've ever eaten in my life. It was so good. I was like, I can, I'm so excited. This is gluten-free. And then for MacGyver's birthday party over the weekend, I ordered cauliflower crust pizza veggie pizza that was delicious. And I'm like, you know what? I just feel better eating healthier. Yeah, I don't even, your energy is back. Your vertigo is gone. Your sleep is better. You're waking up with a little more energy and you are getting back online. Your body is, yes, thank you. Again, I saw it. I could just see the inflammation. I saw the road you were heading down and I just knew I'm like, we got to do this. And again, you would never think celiac disease for you because you're not celiac disease, but Do most people have a non-celiac gluten sensitivity? The ones that are sensitive to gluten? Hell to the yeah. Absolutely. 
And you can name a symptom and I can relate it back to gluten from that wow. young man who was having that twitching to diarrhea to blood pressure dysregulation to rashing on the body. There's actually something called dermatitis hepatiformis that causes a certain gluten rash and it's itchy and painful. And so many guys start thinking in terms of what goes in is going to have a, either a reaction foe or it's going to be friendly and nourish your body and help give you the strength that you need to live your life. That's as clear as I can make it. And I, again, I can just list a hundred symptoms related to gluten. And I'm not, I'm, I want you guys to hear me. I'm not picking on gluten. I'm not saying it's for everybody. I'm saying if you don't feel well and your blood pressure's out of control and you have dizziness and constipation and diarrhea and skin rashing and bloating and crazy weird symptoms that, you know, you just don't know what to do. Start looking at what you're eating and start getting to the store and getting replacing out with gluten-free things. My favorite, for everybody listening, my favorite gluten-free bread is Canyon Bakehouse. Mm -hmm. They make bread, right? They make bread, muffins, bagels, hot dog buns, everything. They make a rye. They make so right? Tortillas, the siete tortillas. They make a mm. grain-free chip. They make those tortillas. I love them. If you're having cereal, there's 10,000 different kinds of cereal, everything from rice checks to Cheerios. And I don't really love the Cheerios. If you can get something, if everybody's listening near a Whole Foods, if you shop there like I do, there's any of the organic gluten-free cereals are really good. I'm trying to think there's a vanilla berry crunch by Cascadian Farms. And not too sweet, which I like. There's that one is everything. excellent. I've had that one before. It's very good. Isn't it good? Very yeah. good. A little banana, a yep. little banana and a little oat milk or almond milk. And it's, yeah, it's great. So again, the invitation to everybody is to start to be aware and make a little change and see how you do. And of course, if anybody has any questions, I'm always available. You, can, you guys can find me at thetummywhisperer.com. You can text to 847-207-2034 and you can send me an email to nhsolutions at sbcglobal.net. Janine, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I'm so excited and I'm like anxious. Are we going to go over the results over live or? We can. In fact, I'm going to be on the air. I'll be on WCPT probably next week. And I'll be going over some test results with Patty Vasquez. So she just, uh, we're going to start working with some of her inflammation too. And I know she won't mind me sharing because I'll be on the air talking about it. But she came to me with some not really digestive issues, but a lot of inflammation in her joints and some energy issues. And she's a high energy person already, but she's having to push herself through. So we just went through our consultation and got her all the gluten-free swap outs and she's awesome. I love her, but I'll be going over her results live. We can do yours live too, if you want, but I don't want to make you wait two weeks. So we'll, we can do it and then we can do it again if you want. <laughs> yeah. I want to know like right now, whether it's on, whether it's live, like, I just want to know, like, I'm like all excited. Yeah, you're, you're good. You're in good shape and we'll definitely get our time together. But thank you just for being open to the help and diving in. Some people, for some people, they... There's an emotional component to food is definitely emotional for people. And I don't want you guys listening to get into a place where poor Janine got. It was scary for her. It was terrifying. And, it and, was really terrifying. And, I was freaking out. And, tr and truthfully, I didn't know that what I had to offer was going to do anything. But I also knew that it would be stupid to not try that. You have to look at 
what's affecting the body. So we try that first while she's waiting to hear from the doctors, which she still isn't hearing from. I actually heard from them for the first time over the weekend. They finally called me after I called and called. Four weeks later. Yeah, like calling. I finally got a hold of them. They want to check my hormones, this, that, and the other. And it's, listen, it's always something else. Take this medication for this and do this for this, but let's not address the actual problem and the issue. Right. I, again, to their defense, they're not looking as food, at food as chemistry the way pharmacology is. Medications are strong. Food is too. Everything has a cellular reaction. Everything. And your emotions are really at the helm of all of it. Get into that. In fact, I'm going to bring on in one of my episodes, a lady that uh, I just started following her and she's just, she's amazing. She's a trauma release coach and she does hair analysis for minerals that are depleted from trauma and how the body goes into really a, a permanent off switch or permanent on switch and how we just can't get ourselves from sympathetic to parasympathetic and have the body do that change. It's really cool. And of course, trauma is at the big helm of that. So yeah, I'd love to have her on. She's great. But anyway, awesome. yeah. But thank you, Janine, for being a willing participant. I'm thrilled that you are got your life back. You're feeling secure. You're feeling safe. You're feeling good. You're excited about your food. You've got joy in what you're eating and it tastes good. Really good. It <laughs> makes me feel good too makes me feel healthy there you and go. that's the best thing yeah thank you awesome. so much i can't wait to see what the future holds with that we'll keep you posted my pleasure yeah we follow will keep everybody posted me follow her yeah spotify apple leave her a five-star review she's amazing thank you janine thanks everybody take good care be well see you soon